This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Narrators Podcast. I'm Robert Rutherford. And I'm Andrew Orvidal. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. The show takes place on the third Thursday of every month at the Deer Pile in Denver, Colorado. These stories were recorded live on December 20th, 2012. The theme of the evening was The Gift. Your next storyteller, um, he has his own zine called Short and Queer, and he runs the Denver Zine Library, which you can find... Online at denverzinelibrary.org. Please welcome Kelly Short and Queer. A few weeks ago, my mom called me while I was out at lunch with a coworker. Her message was intriguing, so I called her right back. She wanted to buy Kigurumi pajamas for me as an early Hanukkah present and had to confirm that the koala one was the best. <laughs> Clearly, I agreed. Over the years, she's continued to encourage me through her gifts, from a VHS tape of New Kids on the Blocks hanging tough live at a thrift store, to a Saturday Night Fever 8-track, never mind that I didn't have an 8-track player. Maybe it's because of her that I realized that the best gifts aren't necessarily the most expensive, but the ones that show you that, real, that you really know a person. I love gifts. I love the ones that are practical. She just sent me a, a uh, package in the mail that included a sponge because she just came to visit and apparently ours wasn't cutting it. <laughs> and I also love the frivolous gifts. And she included in that same package a DVD of Oprah's interview with Justin Bieber. <laughs> so speaking of Justin Bieber... When my friend Angela bought me a Justin Bieber t-shirt for my birthday, it was awesome. I am a Bieber believer. But I did learn that there is a time and a place to wear it. When I wore it to the midnight release of his movie Never Say Never in 3D, I realized that at 30 years old, in a room full of teenagers, I looked like a creep. One more thing about Bieber, tickets go on sale on Friday. No? Okay. When I began transitioning from male to female, I was presented with some interesting situations. My mom, who is now one of my best allies, was struggling with male pronouns for me. She found PFLAG and a listserv online with other family members of transgender people. I was impressed with her initiative and willingness to jump into conversations that were new and potentially scary. Occasionally, she'd come to me with questions, and I'd do my best to answer her, sometimes having to fight that awkward feeling of answering really intensely personal questions. One day, I got an email from her, offering me a gift. The subject was mango, and the email asked, would you like me to buy you one? After I clicked on the link, I realized that it wasn't Mango, it was Mango. As the website states, the revolutionary Mango allows you to stand and pee with complete confidence. 
Designed and manufactured for pre-op trans men, it is leak-proof and incredibly easy to use. The mango is comfortable to wear all day and gives the realistic appearance of a flaccid penis under clothing. <laughs> I clearly couldn't pretend that I didn't just receive that email. But how do you respond to your own mother about a stand-to-pee device that gives the realistic appearance of a flaccid penis? I answered her with something along the lines of, thanks for the offer, but if I'm going to do it, I'll take care of it. This almost gift was a reminder, though, that my mom really does want what's best for me, even in those moments that are still embarrassing years later. When my grandmother passed away in October 2011, my dad called me to ask me to come home. I grew up in Philly, and I'm one of the few people in my family who have left. My dad and I have had a tense relation, relationship over the years. As an overachiever, I was one of those kids who looked really great on paper, but it took me two years to come out to him as queer, a word that I didn't use at the time with him. I just wasn't sure how he would react. So years later, while living in Chicago, coming out to him as trans was even harder. It took five years until he first used male pronouns for me, and it was at a dinner party here in Denver. As soon as he went back east, he and my stepmother immediately slipped back into calling me she. And this is one of the many reasons it's been so difficult for me to go back east. Traveling back from my grandmother's funeral, I decided not to shave my face. I knew I was going to see extended family I hadn't seen since I began transitioning, and I wasn't sure how they would react. In the church, my racist and homophobic uncle, who wasn't talking to anyone else in the family, gave me a big hug and asked me to be a pallbearer. This is the same uncle who uninvited me to his son, my cousin's wedding. I stood awkwardly, not sure where or if I even belong there. As more people arrived, my aunt introduced me as her nephew and as John's son. My dad, with an awkward arm around my shoulders, introduced me to, oh, this is my son. <laughs> For the first time in many years, I felt like a part of my own family again. After the funeral, many of us went to eat at a pizza place where my family knows the owners. And then after that, we went back to my aunt and uncle's house for a few more hours. As soon as we were back at the house, almost everyone immediately slipped back into calling me she. But something actually shifted for me that day. Instead of being angry, I realized that after so many years of waiting, my family actually showed up when it mattered. And that patience, no matter how exhausting and difficult, really was a gift. At the restaurant after the funeral, my dad brought me over to my great aunt Helen, and she recounted a conversation from earlier that day. As my cousins and I carried my grandmother's ashes at the end of the service, she turned to my aunt Kathleen and asked, who's that fellow who looks just like Johnny? My aunt replied, that's Kelly. After a pause and a look of reenacted recognition, she told me, she said, oh. <laughs> then, she looked in my eyes and she said, you look good and happy. I felt the tears begin to well up in my eyes yet again that day as she wandered away for another plate of food. And I realized that the best gift of all is to finally feel seen. Thanks. Your next storyteller Oh, somebody opened a window. It feels great in here. Thanks. Um, your next storyteller is another singer-songwriter. Um, 
who I knew a very long time ago when she tried doing comedy. And I was like, you got it. And she was like, I don't need it. And then went back to doing singing and songwriting. Please welcome Rachel Pollard. Hi, hello. I'm just going to talk about my roller skates. Um, so my sister and I were in a thrift store. Sometimes every once in a blue moon you can find a really fabulous pair of roller skates if you're looking and if the moon is right. And we found a pair and yes, they did not fit her. They fit me. It was really awesome. And she said, okay, I guess you can have them. Um, we've been through a lot together. First, let me describe them. They're blue uh, suede with two yellow racing stripes. And they, right now they've got rainbow laces on them and blue stoppers. Let's see, I don't know how it happened, but somehow I found out there was a roller skate dance competition. And I entered and I did this um, routine involving my stuffed animals <laughs> and a song by the makeup called Don't Step on the Children. Like, and I won and it was really awesome, so I got this money. And I was able to go on tour with my really great friends with their bands. I was their roadie, and I did not have to lift anything heavier than a microphone stand the entire time we went to California. That was really awesome, and my skates went too. Um, I also wore my skates when I was pregnant with my first daughter. And, oh, we've been through dangerous adventures together. Uh, one time I went roller skating <laughs> down the Platte, and um, I went with my skating buddy, this girl named Allison, and we were like, la, 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 do, 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 like holding hands. And um, this guy was like, I sat on your leg. And, like, I totally got run over by a bicyclist while I was on my skates on flat. And he was like, I sat on your lap. And, like, his, you know, you idiot. And, like, I'm like, what? Like, we're all in the mud and his bicycle's sticking up like this. And I'm like, this pregnant? I'm like, what's happening? And, um, but it was kind of cool because he was angry. He had, like, road rage, like, two-wheeler road rage. But, like... His girlfriend came up behind him, and she's like, that's it, we're through. And, like, so, <laughs> so like, you know, I, I think I helped save, save, you know, something there. I don't know. I helped him learn a lesson in life. Don't run over a pregnant lady. Like, already right. <laughs> and um, the last thing, I, I just love these roller, roller skates. I wore them down the aisle when I got married to my beautiful husband. Um, I went and had my dress like you know altered to fit the roller skates and the ladies were like I don't know about this we are and like I was like just make sure you know I think well it'll be okay and I didn't fall and that was really awesome and um so yeah I love my roller skates so much and I'm so glad that they didn't fit my sister <laughs> The Narrators Podcast is recorded and produced by the Denver Diatribe. Check out their weekly show at denverdiatribe.com. The Narrators Podcast is brought to you by these amazing sponsors. 
The great guys at Illegal Pete's and Greater Than Records, who in addition to providing rad burritos all over town, provide great local music and comedy. Check out the appropriately named Sexy Pizza at either of their locations in Capitol Hill or Old South Pearl or on their website, sexypizzaonline.com. And finally, by the Internet Superheroes at Commerce Kitchen, who provide Internet marketing solutions and search engine optimization for all your e-commerce needs. Check them out at commercekitchen.com. For more information about The Narrators and to listen to past episodes, go to thenarratorspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>